Hi everyone, I'm Tanya Rogers. I'm the host of Daily 49ers Artist Banter. I'm here with Fifth Ace at Solid Pocket Studios in Long Beach, California. Welcome, you guys. Can you guys all introduce yourselves, please? Yeah, I'm Omar Kermish. I play bass. I'm Matthew Odisea. I sing and play rhythm. I'm Trent Strachey. I play lead guitar. I'm Diego Mendoza, and I'm a drummer. Can you guys tell me about how you guys formed the group? How did your band come to be? Well, it all started with this bar uh, called Rock Sands. Sands. Yeah, Rock Sands, and that's where they—that's where basically we all met. It was first Matt and uh, Trent, and then um, I'm in the musicians club, the Cal CSULB musicians club, with Trent, and they needed a bass player, and then uh, Diego was the last one. Who, yeah, who we also met at Rock Sands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah. They, general they recruited me, I guess. It sounds like you guys all have different musical instruments in your hands. So, uh, how did you all start your individual journeys in music? Uh, we could just go around, but for myself, like, um, I my my mom's a violin teacher, and um, she had me on violin when I was a kid, and I kind of hated that. So, like, um, eventually later, I just picked up guitar. I've been playing since I was like thirteen. Um, around like twenty seven. I'm twenty seven now, so I've been playing a while. So, so you're classically trained? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I I would never say that. <laughs> okay. Uh for me, it was just a simple choice for a birthday gift: a skateboard or a guitar. I just happened to choose guitar. <laughs> um, I still remember my first guitar. It was a cherry red, a V. It was a mini one. But yeah, ever since then, I've just stuck with it. You know, just always been in and around my life. Especially considering like most of my family and my background comes from like some sort of musical background, albeit religious, but you know. Did you ever do anything music related like when you were little, like at church? Um, no. Been in and around church but never just got never just went into it. Never wanted to. All right. So mine started, I think I was about five. I was in the basement of my parents' house and my mom is has always been and still is a big classic rock fan and she had a boston tape on and a song called smoking off of their first album came on and me as a five-year-old the opening guitar riff for that song i heard it i didn't know what it was or how they were doing that but i knew right then and there that i needed to know how to make such a noise so then five years down the line after that when i was about 10 i started taking guitar lessons And uh, at the same time, my two younger siblings were taking piano lessons from the wife of the guy I was taking guitar lessons from. And uh, he was a guitar teacher, and my mom inquired about me taking lessons from him. And he said, when he turns 10, get him a guitar. His hands will be big enough and strong enough to uh, start start learning. And the, uh, the rest is history. This year will mark my 11th year as a guitar player. So I've been playing drums since I was five as well. Um, I, I got into it cause my dad, he's, he's, he, he's a drummer. Uh, so he kind of taught me everything I know. And then I just kind of picked up a lot by my own, never really classically trained for drums, but I was in drumline in high school. So I, I do know a couple rudiments and that's kind of how I, you know, built up my, my timing and everything. But, uh, yeah, I've been playing drums since I was five. So that marks what, I don't know, like 15, 15 years or so, something like that. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I'm 23 now. So someone's going to do the math and be like, you're wrong, but whatever. (laughs) Uh, It's going to be Z. Yeah. Yeah, He was never good at math, right? Yeah. Um, He's a drummer. As far as everything else, I don't know. I I, I know how to play trumpet. I can play a couple other instruments, but mainly drums is just the instrument of just like, I I know. 
Do you ever find that you use those other instruments here? Do you take them with you here? Uh, what do you mean, like? Like, do you use them? Uh, yeah, I, I, I fidget around with them, but not really, like, we never really, like, as a band, we never really, like, switched instruments. Okay. As so. a band, do you guys stick to a specific genre, or do you find that you experiment with other things? I mean, we, we all have our own individual opinions about that, but for myself, like, we we tend to stay like in in like the hard rock alternative era area um for myself like i like i like i like all types of genres of music um but you know and and really that's kind of the one thing about this been like we all like different things we're all into different things and um you know like that that just naturally like all our individual influences when we come together to write stuff like it just makes some kind of a you know a soup you know so and that's just how it comes out so but yeah, you know, like, but, but I would say like in general, like we're just hard rock alternative. So yeah. Hard rock alternative. We kind of switch it up every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like a really big gumbo. Yeah. There yeah. You I think it's we, really interesting because we all come from different musical backgrounds and enjoy different genres. What I've come to realize very quickly is that the music we create together because of those different perspectives is so much greater than, you know, what the parts would just be by themselves. We are our own genre. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a pretty fair statement. That's my goal. So you guys all have different musical inspirations, and you bring them all together here. Um, how does that incorporate into your creative process on like writing a song? Like, where do you what what topics or themes do you tend to write about there? Well, I mean, songs usually start out with with the music first, and the melodies first, and then the lyrics. He Matt writes the lyrics. And he just kind of writes writes to the music. That, that that's usually how we do it. Um, we haven't tried like the approach where he has lyrics already, and then we form a song around that. Um, that would be interesting to do. But in general, it's music first and lyrics second. Yeah, and the music is always. I find it works better for us when it's just like no preconceptions. You know, it's like we just get in a room, pick up an instrument, and just go for it. Like whatever comes out, kind of comes out, and statistically you know considering our track record like all of our best things kind of happen like that i believe and i mean no one really tries to you know push over or like influence someone to do anything you know i mean we'll always have suggestions we'll always give thoughts and opinions and be open very open spoken about it but we always try to let everybody do their thing and everybody shine in their in their way you know well, plus it's one of those things that given we've already talked about we're all pretty seasoned in our own right for what we you know what we're good at yeah so we all have a mutual trust that no matter what the other person plays, they're going to do a damn good job playing it, you know? So it's never, you know, once once we all, we'll, we'll have, somebody will come up with an idea, and then everybody else will come up with what they think will be complementary to that idea, and usually it ends up being something pretty cool. And ultimately, like, the whole the whole goal is to, like, when we write something new, like, our audience is each other. Right, because we're all we all like different things. So if we can all like something, then we're probably onto something, and then we move in that direction. So what happens a lot too is is what is like someone will come up with like a riff. Like Trent will come up with like a, a cool like little rift. Wait, riff. <laughs> no, riff. Here it is riff. Again. <laughs> I riff. can never pronounce it right. It's yeah. immortalized. No. Moving on. Um, he'll come up with like a cool like guitar thing, and uh, and then. And then I'll be like, okay, let me see if I can write some drums with it. And sometimes even Matt will hop on drums and be like, you should play something like this. And then I'll just change it to something like that I would want to play. Uh, so, but we're, everyone's 
pretty much plays every single instrument. Like Omar can jump on drums, um, so well, everyone like, can you know. Bit. Yeah. Except for me. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I was like, except for everybody else play guitar. Everybody else is a multi I don't mean to my own horn, but I think I'm a, like, I can play like every like instrument pretty comfortably, like very. I won't say professionally, not as good as these guys because these guys kill it in every single way. That's one thing. But as like, far as the writing process, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Matt mainly writes the songs. Yeah. He writes the lyrics. He writes yeah. the lyrics. And- yeah, he yeah he he comes up with like a general like structure, like sort of like a house. He kind of like you know has a general structure, and then I come in and I like you know interior decorate and just say like, oh, we should paint the walls this or we, we had the have. we had the pizzazz. Yeah, 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 <laughs> pretty and, much. And Diego comes in and was like, oh, like we should have a bar over here. You know, <laughs> I was like, let's have a here. breakdown. Let's add another breakdown. <laughs> let's yeah. add a break part. So yeah. But yeah, it's 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 a very kind of democratic process and we try to keep it that way. So like Yeah, so I met you guys last week where you performed at Cal State Long Beach's Nugget Grill and Pub. That was that your first gig or have you played other ones before? We have um we play like open mics at like Rock Sands a lot. They have like open mics every Monday. Um and like, you know, that was like really our first first thing of just like us us together playing. So like um you know which is like a good kind of like initiation of just playing in front of people with but an audience yeah 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 with like some kind of audience but that that nugget was the first time where it was actually like we were like on stage and it was like you know it was actually more of like okay we're putting on a show type of thing with a pre-rehearsed set you know yeah that kind of stuff something that we had practiced and put together you know albeit not the peak of what we're absolutely capable of but yeah still pretty good yeah that yeah that gig was basically just like a tester gig you know just to see where like where we're all at in terms of how we each individually feel on stage and um me me personally i feel we could do like so much better so like but yeah, that's just me i'm a perfectionist so yeah i also know that you guys are playing at a party on the 18th that's next week yeah that's my birthday it's your birthday <laughs> yeah what are you guys gonna do there are you gonna do covers original songs both um we're definitely gonna put a toss in a lot more covers and um no i'm sorry more originals and covers because you know we want to you know kind of showcase our stuff you know show off what we got you know what i mean again it's like i wonder how omar said it's like another testing kind of stage you know what i mean just even now that we've you know practiced and had a lot more time and a lot more you know, time put into the whole thing. So we're just trying to improve. The point is to improve and just to get better and get comfortable with each other on stage, you know, and with other people there and really just start, you know, honing our performance for the crowd, you know, and seeing what sort of things we can do with that. Okay, yeah. Speaking of original music, you guys have an album coming up, uh, which is exciting. What can you tell me about it? The release date, song titles maybe, or other live performances you guys have planned for it? Well, release date's a funny word. <laughs> like, <laughs> no kidding. So, like, you know, like, the we don't really have a release date yet. As of now, we have about, like, four or five songs mm. in the can. Um, yeah. We haven't, like, actually had them, like, professionally recorded for the album. Basically just demos and live demos. We are still working um, on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But we're, we're c- consistently working on it, too. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, so, it's like, every week we, we try to write, like, one, one new song or, you know, like, two new songs and... And some days, you know, you just kind of add writer's block. That's just how yeah. it goes, right? So, like, you know, and... And some days we, we write a song in, like, an hour. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those are always the fun days. Yeah, just how the process goes sometimes. Yeah. You, know, you can't force week. creativity. Yeah. So, so you know, release day, we, we want to have the album done sometime this year. As to when exactly, can't really say when. So I, w- like, I would say summer. 
that's the goal. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so so we have a loose like you know like we want to try to get it done by the summertime, but we'll see what happens. For me, one of the most important things in performing and being successful in the field is confidence. What do you feel sets you apart from other bands in your genre? I feel like really because of the fact of just like how different we each are, but we but we do have that one thing that that we do all collectively like, and I feel that for all of like the greatest bands that ever made it, like. That like that like that's the dynamic in the band. If you talk to each of them, like you know, like they'll all tell you, like, oh, we all like different things, and we kind of have like a lot of creative tension and even personal tension, and and those and that tension and that conflict is is what breeds great music. That's what know? Fifth Ace is. Sparks make fire. Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah. So like that's so that's something, that, especially in this day and age when there's hardly any like you know rock bands per se, you know. Um, or it's just like finding that collective, like, you know, like attitude where we all, you know, have something in common, but we each have individual differences. Just that, just finding that alone today is hard, you know? So like, and definitely we do have something, um, we do have some type of chemistry that we're hoping to build on and see what happens with it. What skills do you guys think are necessary to form a band? Open-mindedness. Talent? open-mindedness well forming a band like i think yeah you know talents yeah that's a really important thing but it's like you can you can learn along the way a lot oh, you know sure. what i mean because i'm because i consider myself to be like the least the most talented no the i say the least <laughs> professional as far as say that. any like music stuff goes i consider myself the least professional but it's like i'm always constantly learning and I'm always trying to remember that it's like, okay, these guys have their suggestions and they have their ideas, but you know what I mean, and I know I want to do my way, you know what I mean, because I always feel confident in my way, but you know, my way is not always the right way, you know, or what's best for, you know, the song or what's best for this instance, you know, and it's always just for me just keeping open, keeping an open mind and just being open to all things and just keep learning. Yeah. And, and, and for myself, the, the two, the first biggest thing is like, how well you're able to listen to what the other people are doing rather than to just pay attention to what you're doing. And, and second is like, like discipline. And when I say discipline, I mean like discipline in terms of like when you're writing a song, you're thinking of what, what suits the song the best and not like, you know, what I would think, you know, like I would want on the song because it's the best part of me, you know, like it's, it's, it's very much so just like discipline and how well you listen to your other people in your band. It's one of those things, too, going off of that point. You kind of got to leave your ego at the door, let's say, because there are certain songs that maybe a guitar solo isn't appropriate, and maybe a bass solo is more appropriate, or maybe rather than either of those two solos, a drum solo is Hell appropriate. Hell yeah. Or maybe there's no solos in the song at all. It's all just what creates the best song landscape as a whole. You know, you can't force something, something to be in there just for the sake of having it. Yeah. I think it's, imp I think it's great that you guys know that being humble is really the most important part of, of life, really, but also in music. So what do you guys think is the best advice that you've been given as musicians, and what can you tell other people who want to pursue a career in music? Well, for myself, um, I, I heard this interview um, with, with, with this singer. I'll just say it. His name is Maynard James Keenan. He's the lead singer for Tool. And he said something really, really, and, that, and that's my favorite band, by the way. Um, of course, you mentioned Tool. Yeah, 
Yeah. So yeah, and yeah, yeah, we each have our own like favorite thing, favorite bands. That's my favorite band is Tool. And he said something interesting to where he said like, um, you know, like, you know, do it, do it, do what feels right to you. You know, like follow your intuition, but ultimately understand that that nobody owes you anything. Like you know, like as an artist, like nobody owes you any kind of accolades. Like like they don't owe you anything. You don't owe them anything. Like you're just doing right. So, so, that, so that's really the main thing because, like, with music, it's it's a very fickle industry, and and this is just me talking personally. This is how I feel. The music industry, you you kind of know you have to know what you're getting into if you're going to do it, especially as a career, you know, and and so you have to start from doing it for the right reasons, right? So, like, so if you're doing it because you have this need and you have this like impulse to really just like make music and just just make it for yourself and making for the people around you. And that's it, and that's your end game. Then you know, then then do it like you're doing it for the right reasons. But if but if you're doing it because you know because like you want to make a bunch of money or you know you want to you know you know you're sick of like working like whatever job you know like you're working you know like and that's your end game. So like then you know you're then you're probably not gonna do it. You're not you're probably not gonna make it right. So so just do it for yourself. Do it for the right reasons, and you know just do it. Just because you enjoy the process itself, and not because you know you want the process, you know, you know, like you want like like you want the gold medal, like like at the finish line, like you're doing just because you enjoy the race, right? I was gonna say so. another thing, like it's when we come together, it's not necessarily like like yes, I, technically like the the job aspect of like a band, you know, trying to you know uh, write good music and everything, and and promote ourselves and. You know, we come to practice and with a goal in mind, but at the end of the day, we're all like collectively come in. And if I could tell any musician, just get together with people who you like, because we all like each other, kind of, sometimes, <laughs> usually. Uh, all right, and, just, and then, that inspires confidence in people. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like, you know, you just have fun with it. We always come in the room, even if we're not, like, we had a shitty day or whatever. We come in and we just get together. And when we're together, it just we make magic. Going off of both of those points, I think it's really important for artists at any stage to always keep in mind and remember what the driving factor was for them wanting to pick up the instrument in the first place, whether it was when you were very young, you know, when you were a little bit older. Because there's always something that inspires you to want to play your instrument or start singing or start writing music or creating art in general. There's a driving force behind that. And if you're going to stay true to that and be successful, I believe that you need to always remember why you wanted to do that in the first place. Mm. Yeah. Couldn't have said it better myself. Yep. And that's pretty much it. It's absolutely great being able to talk to you guys. I really admire your professionalism and your respect for music and the people who are listening to it. It feels like you guys really know what you're doing. And I know that you guys are going to make it far, very far. Um, Hope so. Yeah. Uh, we are. No, no, see you, no. We're see doing you at the Wibley, <laughs> yeah, the Wibley Stadium. Wibley that's stadium. Yeah. that's kind of like a running. That's kind of like a running that's our, thing. That's our goal. Wembley like, Stadium, twenty twenty five. We're gonna make. <laughs> we're gonna make Wembley. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for coming to this interview. My name is Tanya Rogers. I'm the host of Artist Banter, and this is me signing off. Mm-hmm.